Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey everybody, this is the 4th Down Experience Podcast. I'm Brian Jackson, Chris Hughesby. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, just like every week. We're excited to uh, have an interview with you guys again, and thanks for the support so far. Do you think you'll ever answer, like, I'm not doing so great, but I'm going to do the podcast anyways? Well, since I live in Minnesota, when we hit negative degree weather, I'll probably start out like that. (laughs) Right now, how is it up there? Um... 60s-ish, low 70s, so it's starting to cool off. Feels good, but uh, winter's around the corner for us. That's scary. It's still like 85. It was 97 yesterday at Micro Soccer with all the three- to six-year-olds down here in Alabama, so everyone's still getting sunburned and getting dehydrated and falling out and stuff. (laughs) Nice. Pretty crazy. But, hey, guys, we're excited that you're here listening to us today. We've had some awesome guests over the past few weeks. Uh, we have another exciting guest today here. She's uh, one of the pioneer kickers that have done what all of you have done and what we've done. And we're excited to have her on. Uh, Julie Harshbarger, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Well, Julie, thanks for joining us on the 4th Down Experience. It's an honor to have you on. We're, we've been excited to uh, to get you on, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and for those of you that do not know, Julie has played – a plethora of games in the arena leagues, uh, several different leagues. And, uh, you know, Julia and I, um, we actually did a training. What was it like? Was it 2013? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, 2013. Uh, just looking at your uh, Wikipedia page. I don't know if you realize you have a Wikipedia page, Jules. but um, <laughs> Yeah. It looks, it looks like that was the year that you played for the Kane County Dogs. Yeah, well, they didn't, I don't know, they only had, like, one game. Okay, but I know you, I know you played for the, for yeah, the Chicago Blitz, you played for them for a good while, so I think uh, when we mm-hmm. t- trained together, you played for them right afterwards. That's correct. Cool, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and Chris, when, when we did this training, um, uh, I was up in Indiana just, uh, I think, maybe visiting, I don't know if, I don't know if I was visiting family or, or uh, what I was doing with, uh, with Steph, my wife, but um, we uh, worked out a lesson, and Julia was just kicking the crap out of the ball. I remember it was kind of windy. It wasn't a like a beautiful day out. It was kind of overcast, but uh, I just remember just being like, dang, you can really kick the ball well. Uh, do you remember that training? Oh, yeah. That helped me out so much. Like, my after we did that training, because you, like, helped me adjust a few things. Like, I think I had one of my better seasons, like, right after that in the indoor game. That's cool. I know it's gotten like a ton of views on YouTube. Uh, the video for ex- for exposure, it's done well. Well, Julia, since um, you know, let's let's start from the beginning. You know, we don't. Have, <clears throat> there's not a lot of female kickers out there. But for for me, growing up, um, you know, Katie Katie was my age. I grew up kind of following her her career path, and then you came along as well. And um, it's been fun to watch your your career as you pursued arena football. But let's hey, real let's quick, uh, Chris, Chris, real quick. Tell the audience who Katie is. Yeah, so 
Katie Nida was uh, the first ever female kicker to, to play Division One football, um, and she got the opportunity to uh, kick her first career PAT for the Lobos, um, and then went on to play a little bit of arena football as well. So her and Julie are also credited as, as being one of the first few to do that type of thing as well. So, Julie, tell the audience how you got into kicking and, uh, and what that experience was like in high school and then as you progressed into college. Um, well, it was kind of random. Uh, there was a girl that played um, like junior tackle, and then she played for the high school team. She was like a safety, and um, she's one of my friends. And I was like, thought she was the coolest because she was doing this, and you know, she was like super athletic. She could do like flips and like all those cool things. And um, in high school, she like all the guys started to grow, and she was not growing. And she wanted to continue to play, and she was like, well, I want to figure out, you know, another position because I'm not going to, they're not going to play me as much because all these guys are getting huge. And I'm, she was like 5'2", I don't know, 100 pounds. She was not growing. And um, we were friends, and I played um, soccer, and I was a goalie, and I did my own goal kicks, and I would kick the ball like, I don't know, like 50 yards or over the half line. And so she was like, hey, I've got this crazy idea. Like, I want to try and learn how to kick so I can continue to play on the team, you know, from, I don't know, freshman through senior year. And she was like, you know, can we get together and can you teach me how to kick, you know, like a soccer ball because I want to learn how to turn it into football. And so we got together, we hung out, and I tried to show her how to kick a soccer ball, and it didn't work out too well. And I don't know, after that, I was telling one of my friends, that went to, a, like, a rival school about, and she was like, oh, I double-dog dare you to, you know, try out as a kicker for your team since you can actually, you know, do it pretty well. So it was like a $10 bet in a case of Mountain Dew if I made the team. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> back in the day. So that's kind of how it happened. And then I tried out, and I was like, yeah, it just went from there. So uh, did you go to Rockford College for that? Yeah, so after high school, I went to Rockford College, which I guess is now Rockford University, mm-hmm. and I played there my freshman and sophomore year, and then my junior year, my soccer coach went to Benedictine, and I kind of, I guess, followed her there to play, and then I tried to play at Benedictine as well, but only played my junior year. Well, that's great. So what was your experience like, you know, being female kicker on a, on a male's team, you know, uh, at both schools, Rockford College and, and Benedictine, was it, were they pretty accepting and, and take care of you, all that type of thing? What was it like? Yeah, well, Rockford was great because the coach actually kind of recruited me to go there for football. Um, so I was going there, like, to, you know, go academics and to focus on football and then if timing worked out, play soccer as well. And so he was like, he basically treated me, I don't know, like a daughter, kind of, and then, like, he made sure all the guys were, like, on board with, like, what was going on, because it was new for everyone, mm-hmm. so everyone was super accepting and, like, really all about it, um, and then, uh, but when I went to Benedictine, the, the coach didn't, he thought I was kind of just there as a joke, and he didn't think I was taking it serious, so that one was a little more of a struggle than kicking at Rockford. Nice. So, um, as you parlay into your professional career, uh, you know, someone that I think I, did I connect you and Katie actually? Or did you already know Katie without, uh... um, I already knew, 
so Katie, it's kind of crazy. So I didn't know about Katie until after I was done with high school. Got it. Um, my, my cousin actually played with her her senior year, I think, or maybe it was her junior year, because she played for the Lobos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he told me about her, like, after I was done with high school, so I had no idea who she was. And I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. Like, that that is so cool. Um, and then, like, after college happened, um, I want to say it was 2010, she was playing for... Oh, I can't remember the name of the team. Um, I feel like the Firehawks or something. It was an indoor team, and she was kicking for them. And then I had just been signed to the Cardinals, and our teams were playing each other. And so I met her at a game where we played against each other. Mm-hmm. But I think she was sitting out because she had, I think she had an injury. And so she was there, and she was um, dressed, but she wasn't playing in the game. And so it was really cool, and it was nerve-wracking because she was like my – my idol, I don't know, like, and then I got to kick in front of her, so I was like, oh, man, I got to kick good. <laughs> yeah, what's so cool about this, though, is, like, Katie was the first female to kick in an indoor football league, and it was an extra point, but you, Julie, were the first female to make a field goal in an indoor football professional game, so, I mean, like, that's pretty cool, so, like, I mean, what do you think about that honor? I, I still can't believe, I don't know, It's I think it's it's cool, like, I don't really... Uh, it's hard to like, yeah, just kick the ball. <laughs> exactly. That that really should be the mindset. Just just go out and just kick the ball. Don't don't think about it too much. So, so, what but so been I, like I think you? that game when I made that kick was that game where Katie was at too, and so I wasn't even worried about. I I had no idea like, oh, this is the first field goal. I was more like, I gotta make this because Katie's watching. <laughs> like that was my whole <laughs> my whole like mindset for that. Yeah. That's awesome. So, as you transition from college into arena, looks like you played about five years, um, all within, you know, uh, Chicago teams actually for arena football. So, what was it like over the years to play, and and what was the fan support like? And I, I would imagine that, um, you know, a lot of young, young kids probably really looked up to you as well. So, what what was the fan support like through uh, playing arena football in Chicago? Um. In Chicago, like, it was kind of, we had fans, or I, I guess I had fans that would follow, like, the Chicago indoor football, and they were always very supportive and, like, would be at games from, like, uh, I saw people from, like, the Cardinals games all the way through, I think the last team I played for was the Eagles in Chicago for the um, indoor football, and, like, there were people that they would always they would make sure to get a game ball and have a, like, you know, me and a couple other guys sign it. And they're always, you know, very supportive. And I get Facebook messages and, you know, like, good luck this weekend. So that was really cool. That's awesome. So, you know, you and you and Katie are kind of the two bigger names out there if you're following the kicking industry for uh, females playing football, or at least at the professional level, arena. Uh, what's it like to kind of know that you've been one of the few trailblazers out there for for ladies and ma- male sports, you know, specifically football? What what's that been like for you? Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't know. It's I don't really think of it like that. Um, I guess because you know you're just it's another game and you're just there with your team trying to you know get get the ring, like get the win, all that stuff. Yeah. For sure. So. Let's, let's talk uh, about I guess I never really think about it like that, so it's hard, hard to like answer. 
Yeah, no, no worries. Let's talk about kicking. Uh, so you've you've played some semi-pro two outdoor. Obviously, you've trained outdoor, and then you uh, played indoor. Um, what's it like for the for the kickers out there that are used to playing the outdoor game and then going to the indoor game? Kind of talk about uh, what you what you found was difficult or easy or or whatnot um, going to the indoor game. Um, difficult about the indoor game was the different venues and the obstacles that would be, um, I'm trying to think of what they're called, like the things that hang down in the middle of the field that have like the, yeah, kind or of like, the, you know, the images or the speaker boxes. Yeah, yeah. Or you'd have, um, some venues that would have low ceilings and they'd have rafters that would come down, mm-hmm. um, or there would be lights or you know, just crazy stuff like that. So it would be knowing where you're going and then training for that game. So, like, you don't want to, you know, make sure that your ball has enough jump to get over the guys trying to block you, but then stay, like, low enough in line drive to make it far enough to go through the upright but not hit the ceiling or the roof or whatever. So that was, like, that was tricky. But, you know, if you knew where you are going and if you'd played there before, that usually helped a little bit. Well, um, and I guess the nice stuff about going from outdoor to indoor is like there's never wind. You don't have to worry about that. And as, <laughs> as long as you're accurate and you like just go through the process and trust your team to do their job, it's just, you know, golden, I guess. Yeah, what I love about your answer, Jules, and this is just knowing you from your whole career because you're just a true G, is you didn't mention anything about the goalpost being nine feet wide instead of 18 feet wide. So. That's that's awesome because I mean you you're pretty solid you you would put the ball right down the pipes I think you got special teams player of the year, uh one year with with the blitz. That might have been too. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, there you go. So cool. No, that was my favorite part. I think that's where I had when I played in indoor. Like I had a one up because like I'm very accurate. Mm-hmm. So if you give me a good snap and good hold, like it was gonna go down the middle, unless like. I don't know if there was an injury or something like else involved, but like that's like that's why I did so well in indoor because um, I can like I don't know the width of the goalpost didn't freak me out, and I'd be trying out against guys that would come in and they'd be like, oh man, it's only nine feet, like how do like there's not much space to work with, and I'm like, yeah, you just you know just go through the motion, it's gonna go through. So yeah. For all uh, you all you high school kickers that are listening right now. Julie said it. I mean, if you just give me a good snap, good hold, I'm going to put it right through. I mean, that's the confidence that you need to have. Uh, I'm just so glad Jules is on here. Uh, Chris, you said you had a question? Yeah. We always like to ask our staple question on every single podcast episode. Um, so since you are an arena football kicker, um, we always like to ask, uh, um, tell us about your, you know, your three to five favorite arena stadiums that you've played in so far in your career? Oh, okay. My favorite one ever, I guess, is the Saginaw Sting Field, but I don't think they're a team anymore. It's the, the Dallas Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I love playing there just because, like, for my playing experience and the teams I was on, there's just, like, a lot of history. And... Um, that was always, I always had so many fans and like the music was always, it was just gave you like a really good sense of arena atmosphere, or not arena, indoor atmosphere. Um, so that's probably my favorite. And then, um, I played in Nebraska with the Eagles and that was cool. Cause like the, 
the ceiling was like wide open. Um, she didn't have to worry about hitting stuff as much. Um, and like they had, it was probably the biggest um, amount of people I've ever played in front of. And so that was really cool. And it was very, um, it was probably the most professional game I've ever played into as far as just the way everything was handled and the amount of people and the game film and all that good stuff. Um, and my other favorite field was the Missouri Monsters field. Because um, they're, I don't know if they're still a team either, but their, um, their field was really cool. Or their stadium. So, Jules, what would you tell, like, if, you know, if there's girls or ladies listening to this, uh, and I know there will be a couple, actually, that will um, for sure be, but, but ladies out there that it gets to, because, uh, you know, we'll have Katie, and maybe you can put this out on Twitter as well when we put it out on Twitter. Uh, what would you tell mm-hmm. them if, if they got a pretty good soccer leg and they, they feel like, you know, that they could probably go out there and kick a football, but maybe they're hesitant or nervous about it? Like, what would you tell them if, if you were talking to them right now? Um, I told them if they had any interest at all, just go out and try it. Cause I mean, like you don't want to look back and be like, oh, I could have, you know, or maybe I should have tried that. Like, just try it, and then if you if you like it, roll with it, and if you don't like it, you know, then it's not for you. This I would highly encourage it because it was um, an amazing part in my life, and I don't know like what I would have done without it. Oh, that's great. Now, Julie, did I see you're you're married to a fellow arena football player? Is, did I see that you guys are are together through arena football? Yeah, well, we're not married yet, but we're engaged, and um, I met him playing indoor football in 2013 with the Vipers. It's about time that he proposed to you. That took forever. <laughs> no, he actually proposed um, in July of 2016. We're just trying to figure out a date. Yeah, but I've known you since, like, 2013, and y'all were even together then, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he took too long. He should have did that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to give him a hard time later. Yeah, tell him. I remember he came to the training. Yeah, no, he was there. Because I gave him tips on how to hold. You did, that's right. I should have been like, dude, don't wait no longer than two years to to propose to Jules. I mean, you're you're with a legend right now. Come on. Oh man! The best was when uh, you sent me the video of you guys playing in a, an outdoor game, and he threw you that two-point conversion, and it got on Bleacher Report. Yeah, yeah. It, it went viral. That was that was pretty cool. That was crazy. Hey, talk I about the, like... Tell the viewers. <sighs> tell the viewers that whole play. Talk about that play. Okay, so that play. Um, since uh, Danny and I have been dating like we used to um our dates would be going to a football field and practice like holds and kicks and um we'd practice this fire drill just in case you know there's always eventually going to be a bad snap and we wanted our goal was for him to catch the bad snap and get it and then for me to roll out and for him to throw the ball pass to me and me catch it and then you know two-point conversion so we practiced this, like, all the time. And then after a while, we're like, all right, it's never going to happen. You know, we've just stopped practicing it. And then, and it was 2015 or 2016, um, it happened in this game. There was a snap, it, it, it skipped back, and he called fire, and I rolled out to the left. And then he, like, kind of ran to the right of the field and sent it across 
and I don't know how I caught it because two two defensive players like whisked right in front of me. Yeah, they like did. crossed, and then I caught it, and then I got so excited. It was the best. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> nice. Well, this is sweet, Julie. I've enjoyed uh, talking with you on the podcast and, and hearing your story a little bit more. And you know, we appreciate you know, as as Pat McAfee would say, you're you're doing a good job for the brand and and being inspirational to, to young female athletes as well. So this has been pretty sweet to have you on, and, and we appreciate you have you know being on our podcast as well. Yeah, you guys can follow her on Twitter at Julie Harsh, J-U-L-I-E-H-A-R-S-H-99. Uh, what's your Instagram handle, uh, Jules? Uh, Instagram is just Julie Harsh. Yeah, Julie Harsh, look her up. Uh, she does a lot of great stuff. You guys should follow her, and and uh, any ladies out there that are interested in kicking, even even guys too. Uh, I mean, Julie was very successful in the arena leagues, uh, pro leagues. Uh, she got paid to play. So, I mean, if you guys have any questions, feel free to, to send her a message and, and ask away. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Julie, for being on. And uh, we're yep. excited to follow you as, as you continue your career. And, um, you know. Thanks again for what all you do for uh, ladies in sports. Yeah, thanks again for having me on your podcast and for all that you guys do too. Awesome. Have a great night, Jules. All right. Thanks, you too. Yep. Bye. Take care. All right, dude. Uh, man, Julie Harshberger on our podcast. First ever female to kick a field goal in the Arena Leagues. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's really sweet. Uh, um, yeah. I remember uh, when social media was just coming out, you know, and just getting the chance to follow her career as she posted, you know, photos and videos of, of games and things like that. It was pretty cool to watch that, that all unfold. So pretty sweet to have her on. Yeah. Uh, she's super humbled. Um, I love her mindset. Uh, in her mind, like, it's just another kick. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you asking me about being a female? You know, I'm just – I went to go kick just like anyone else. I love her uh, – I love her I love her mindset. Um so she she did a great great job on the podcast and and man she she had a great career I think I think kickers need to check her out and and look at the stats I mean uh, one year she had um, a really good she did a really good job in the arena leagues with Chicago Blitz uh, when she got the Player of the Year um, so uh, glad to have her on and thank you guys for listening to the podcast uh, we're excited to keep bringing you a very valuable credible uh, guest here on the pod yeah for sure. Uh, Guys that are listening, you know, whether or not you're a, you got a, maybe a sister or a friend, pretty good at soccer, you know, somebody that's showing interest in, in playing football as a female or, or any of our female listeners, you know, obviously this, you know, you found our podcast, whether you listen to it because you subscribe or you see us on social media, but we're going to tag Julie's Twitter account, which is JulieHarsh99, and tag her on Instagram at JulieHarsh. So if you do have questions about it, you know, any of you aspiring kickers, uh, feel free to reach out to her. She'd love to answer questions. So uh, uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening uh, to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.